Now picture this, you're on an island and the sea level is slowly rising, ever so slowly, but you have no choice but to retreat and climb to higher ground. Suddenly, you find yourself perched on the last bit of dry ground with nowhere else to go. That's exactly what's happening to two precious mountain frogs in the Gondwana rainforest across northeast New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Climate warming is drying out their habitat, forcing them to retreat higher into the so-called sky islands. Now, scientists say the current trajectory means they could be on the brink of extinction by 2055. Southern Cross University's Liam Blytho has been tracking these creatures and has just published his findings in Nature's Scientific Reports. Uh, g'day to you, Liam. Before we go into what you've actually found in your research, tell me a bit about more about these, these two kind of frogs. What do we actually know about them and, and how easy are they to find in these sky islands? Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. Look, um, these these two little frogs, they're really hard to find and not many people have actually seen them. And probably in 2016, when I started working with these species, they were listed as data deficient in New South Wales, one of them anyway. And so I was tasked to go in there and, and have a look for them. Yeah. And like they're, they're tiny little frogs and they live way up in, high in the mountains and they live underground. And so the, the only way you can find them is if they call uh, and they only call uh, for a couple of months of the year. So it is it is really tricky to, to even set eyes on one. So, dare I ask, what do they sound like? Can you describe their croak? Oh, I could do one if you would like. I, I would. Okay, okay. Bulb, bulb. I find myself walking around the forest for months and months of the year making that noise. <laughs> Sometimes they sound like a fart as well. Um, yeah, so. Mm. Do the frogs talk back to you? They do. Um, yeah, the only way, like, sometimes they'll be calling already when you come down the creek. Um, but a lot of the time I do have a handheld speaker and or, or use my voice and I have to play a call or sing a call to them and they'll, they'll crow back and then then I can narrow in and, and try and find their location a little bit more. But it's even when you know you can hear it 15 centimetres in front of you, it's still so difficult to, to find them because they can be 10 centimetres in, in, in the mud. And I really don't want to damage their homes too much if I'm trying to, trying to locate one. So it's really tricky to, to get to see them. Now, needless to say, Australia is a relatively flat place. We don't have lots of mountains, let alone mountain forests. So what are you seeing happen to this important ecosystem? What's happening to the mountain frog's habitat? Yeah, so this area, um, look, it's it's Gondwanan rainforest. So it's these frogs have speciated over millions of years of evolutionary history of the Gondwanan rainforest. So th this, this habitat has been here forever. And um, you've got these little islands of, of, of rainforest, Gondwana rainforest, and you've got these different species of frogs on each island, pretty much. And recently, you know, in the last few decades, we're getting more intense droughts, we're getting bigger heat waves, we're getting more fire weather. So um, these areas are starting to dry out. Um, and in, in the black summer fires, we actually were getting fires burning into these rainforests and we, we've never had fire in these rainforests uh, and they burnt substantial areas of these frogs' habitat. So uh, Floria cundagungan, one of these frogs, lost 30% of its habitat in, in the black summer fires in 2019, 2020. 
Uh, and that, that was just everyone was just in disbelief. Um, you know, rainforest is wet and it's just um, full of moss and, and, you know, you always come out soaking after you've been crashing around in the bush there. Um, but that's all changing. On RN Drive, Southern Cross University PhD researcher Liam Bolitho is here. We're talking about his research on two endangered mountain frogs published in Nature's Scientific Reports. Tell me more about this research. It, 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 obviously, it has a big bearing on the habitat, their survival or their potential for survival. What is your research pointing towards in terms of their future? Uh, look, this particular piece... What we, what I was looking at was all species, most species, but frogs in particular have a very, they, they've got climatic conditions that they really rely on. So they have a climatic niche. And so what I was able to do and what you can do is you can map, map the climatic niche that, that they occupy across the landscape. And so this, this has um, like climatic variables that include just like annual average temperature and then like average uh, rainfall, then rainfall in the driest part of the year, rainfall in the wettest part of the year. All these different variables make up the, the species climatic niche and it needs a, the, each species and each of these two species needs a combination of these climatic variables to be happy and to survive, uh, to breed and to, for everything to work for them. And now if that climatic niche starts to shrink or shift, which, which is happening to all species as climate change is advancing, those climatic conditions aren't there anymore and they start to experience climatic conditions they, they're not used to and they're not evolved to um, dealing with. And so things start going wrong for them. They can't breed. They um, calling uh, and the breeding cycle isn't induced at the right time of year. So lots of species are trying to shift. They, they actually follow the, the, the desired climate. But these frogs, they're stuck on islands up in the sky. They can't go anywhere. They're at the top of the mountain. There's, there's nowhere for them to go. They're, they're, they're just sitting ducks. And um, my research shows that their climatic niche is going to all but disappear by 2055. This is important research to sort of advertise and get the word out about the situation. Do you often or do you sometimes get frustrated that there isn't more attention or there isn't more funding from a federal or state level or an appreciation of the important diversity that these frogs provide the environment? Um, yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> short answer. Look, um, you, you know, there's 240-odd species of frogs in Australia and, um, you know, that there are quite a lot of them in, in lots of trouble. It's not that many. You know, we, we could really do better and, and, and put programs together for each of these frogs. It's, just, it's not that, that many. Um, but, yeah, the funding really stretches everyone. The Gondwanan Rainforest Amphibian Survival Project is um, a project we've just kicked off. And what we're really trying to do here is, is act on, on this research. And what we're doing, we're going to use captive husbandry. So we're going to bring frogs, and we have frogs here at, at Southern Cross University. We're going to breed them up here at the university 
with the aim of releasing them back into the wild. Now, what we want to do when we release them back into the wild is um, bolster existing populations, but also increase the genetic diversity of, of the populations out there so they have the best chance of adapting to the coming changes in climate. And that's all we can do at the moment. Um, but we really think if we do this very carefully, we can give them the best chance of survival. And this, it's a really good project. Um, we've only just started it. and. Um, it, it's in, in uh, we've teamed up with WWF Australia and um, Saving Our Species New South Wales Government Department and it's, it's going really well so far. Um, and we've got little frogs growing bigger and bigger. We haven't got to our first release yet, but hopefully soon. Liam Belifo, Southern Cross University PhD researcher, thanks for your passion for these important members of the ecosystem and thanks for your time tonight. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, they're fascinating little creatures, aren't they? On the text line, Philip says, Hi, Andy, I'm lucky enough to have seen a corroboree frog in some remaining moss in the snowies. That's a, certainly a frog that's uh, still in danger, to the best of my knowledge. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.